Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples podcast. I'm your host today, Pastor Neil Radical, and Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church, Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity in Christ's kingdom at Emmanuel. Glad to have you listening in today. Our devotion is recorded from Acts 14, verses 8 through 19, so a little bit longer section than we normally do. Here we read about... Paul and Barnabas in Lystra and Derby. And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting, a cripple from his mother's womb, who had never walked. This man heard Paul speaking. Paul, observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped and walked. Now when the people saw what Paul had done, they raised their voices, saying in the Lyconian language, The gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. And Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul Hermes, because he was the chief speaker. Then the priest of Zeus, whose temple was in front of their city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates, intending to sacrifice with the multitudes. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes and ran in among the multitude, crying out and saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men with the same nature as you, and preach to you that you should turn from these useless things to the living God, who made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all things that are in them, who in bygone generations allowed all nations to walk in their own ways. Nevertheless, he did not leave himself without witness, and that he did good, gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. And with these sayings they could scarcely restrain the multitudes from sacrificing to them. As we look at this section here, we first of all recognize that along with Paul, God is all-powerful and he works his will and way through his word and through his people. But we notice with the people here, these multitudes, with human beings, they really want to believe only what they can see. When they saw the miracle that Paul and Barnabas did for this man who's who was needed that who's crippled from his mother's womb we understand that they saw this and they rejoiced in this miracle and they assumed right away that Paul and Barnabas were gods we see that the people began to worship Paul and Barnabas whom they could see instead of the god whom had given the power to heal whom they could not see it's important for us to reflect on this because we have to be aware of this tendency in our own lives and remember to worship the true god from which all our blessings flow as well. We have the tendency to only trust what we believe and see, and not rely on the powerful hand of our living God and Savior. We often remind ourselves, or are reminded through the word, that we walk by faith and not by sight. And so we can give thanks again today that we look at what Paul and Barnabas did, and not rejoice in these men, but rejoice in God who blessed them. The triune God, Jehovah God, not Zeus, not Hermes, not these false gods that have been invented by man, but the Jehovah God of the Bible, who created the world and who continues to live and intercede for us, and who sent his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior, to be our Savior from sin. That's what Paul was talking about when they spoke to them and said, Why are you worshiping us in these ways? Worship the living God, the true God, the one who made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all things that are in them. And nevertheless, the people, they still struggled with keeping the 
people from making sacrifices to them. In fact, if you were to read on in just the next few verses, it says in verse 19, the Jews from Antioch, Antioch and Iconium came there, and having persuaded the multitudes, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be dead. We know that the Lord had promised that Saul would go through, that Paul would go through many hardships before entering the kingdom of God. And ultimately we see here that those Jews that rejected Jesus, rejected Paul, was able to change this fickle crowd against them. And we see that happening day Today, in today's day and age as well. Ultimately, we come back to Christ, our Savior, who continues to motivate us also to speak, to trust in the things, to believe in the one we have not yet seen, and to give thanks for his work within us, bringing us to faith and helping us to walk by that faith, not by sight. So we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray that you continue to bless us in the reading and hearing of your word. Help us to trust in you above all things and to rejoice in you as our Savior. To not trust in the things we see, but to rejoice in the childlike faith you've given to us to believe in what we have not seen, whether it be in your word or in your sacraments or in the truths of your saving grace, your eternal life that you've promised us in the resurrection of the dead. Comfort us and strengthen us in your saving name we pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. As far as weekly updates and reminders are concerned, just a reminder again, tonight we have our 7 p.m. evening Bible class. We'll continue our work on our website, what we, what we plan to have on there, what we believe. We're working through comparative faiths, so we hope that you would join us this evening at 7 o'clock. Look for that email once again in our memo at noon and also a separate email this evening in case you didn't get that. This Friday, we continue with our 6.30 a.m. men's breakfast. We're studying the Gospel of Matthew. Hope you can join us for that. Also, as we continue to recap the CLC convention, we hope to have some of our delegates speak after the services and just give a little recounting of what they did for work there and how they represent our congregation. So look for that hopefully in this month of July. Also, we celebrated the 50th anniversary of the fire this past weekend. There's still bulletin boards up in the entryway. We're still looking for stories if you have them to share, but there was a history that's there, and there's also a history on our website, too, if you're interested in more on that. If you missed communion this past weekend, please do let me know. I'd be happy to give you communion privately here at the office. Just let me know when you'd like to do that. This coming weekend, we have installations of our our two new full-time teachers, Erica Hart and Kevin Schrader. I so look forward to welcoming them and installing them in the service of our Lord's kingdom among us here. Also, July 12th through 16th, this next week, Vacation Bible School. If you have not yet registered, please do, please do so right away. We'd like to get that planning done and be properly prepared for this next week. Also, on the 11th, the Sanctuary Improvement Committee has that survey that went out online and in your mailboxes, the hard copies there to gets that congregation survey about the little bit of the remodel that was being planned for upfront to get your feedback on that as well. Please do respond back to that as soon as you're able. Thank you very much. On our prayer list, we continue to pray for Marie Meyer, Grace Schreier's sister in Red Wing, who has cancer and is continuing to battle that. Pray for Lord's strength with her. Tim and Laura Schaller, whose little one, Lila, is still over in Rochester, growing slowly but surely, as well as Pastor Rachel Nauman's daughter, Adelaide, who we pray that the Lord would bless them both also in the growth that is needed from those young ones born prematurely. That brings us to our doctrine of the day. Today I want to spend just a few minutes on the two great teachings. 
The world might have its own views on what those two great teachings are, but the Bible is very clear. We know that the law and the gospel should be a part of our everyday life, since sin is a part of our everyday life. And we look in our worship services and our Bible studies to incorporate these two great teachings of the Word of God. The law, which of course shows us our sin, and the gospel, which shows us our Savior. Really, every devotion book that you have, every sermon, every Bible study, we really want to have that in there because we want to be reminded not only of how we failed, not only how we've not always sought the Lord, but we want to see how the Lord's forgiven us and shown us that mercy and grace and motivates us to live a life that is pleasing and in service to him. As we think about the gospel message itself, the whole Old Testament really shows us that promise of a Savior, the hope that was given to Adam and Eve in the garden in Genesis chapter 3, carried out as we've been studying in our sermon series in Genesis through Abraham and through his descendants, Isaac and Jacob, Jacob and that has continued to be reiterated of that promise to us as well. As we hear Job rejoice in his Redeemer living, we can continue to rejoice also that our Redeemer lives as well. The law is beneficial for us because, again, it shows us our mercy the Lord has given to us each and every day. As we compare the two teachings, we see that God expects perfection from his children, which is why we continue to come back to him. As we walk by faith in him and his forgiveness and his love and mercy, we can give thanks once again that God's love sent his son to live and die for our sins and give us that promise of eternal life. That's what the gospel teaches us. It gives that power of God's salvation through that faith. Jesus died to redeem sinners like us. The law reminds us of the knowledge of it, and so we say that is a good thing because it points us to our salvation and that sacrifice of sin as Jesus being the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So, Jesus reminds us in Matthew 6, can we serve two masters? Can we sing the, can we serve the material wealth of this world like we heard about that Lot's wife and the people of Sodom and Gomorrah focused on the lusts and cares and the pleasures and the wealth of this world? The Lord says, no, you're going to either love the one or hate the other, despise the other. And so it reminds us that, the Lord reminds us that we don't want to serve two masters, but we want to serve Christ Jesus, our Savior. As we look at these important teachings, we pray the Lord would help us to make applications every day by spending time in the Word, spending time, even if it's just a couple minutes, just like we're doing today, to be refreshed and reminded of God's powerful hand in our lives, of his presence, of his provision, and of his promise to come and take us from this world, whether we're living or in the grave, to be with him forever in heaven. That's really ultimately the power of God that we praise each and every day. And so I'd like to close today by saying to you, or reading to you from the Lutheran hymnal, hymn 43, which really helps us be excited about entering God's house again, Lord willing, this weekend, to give thanks for what great things the Lord has done. We sing the almighty power of God who bade the mountains rise, who spread the flowing seas abroad and built the lofty skies. We sing the wisdom that ordained the sun to rule the day. The moon shines too at his command, and all the stars obey. We sing the goodness of the Lord, who fills the earth with food, who formed his creatures by a word, and then pronounced them good. Lord, how thy wonders are displayed, where'er we turn our eyes, when'er we view the ground we tread, or gaze upon the skies. There's not a plant nor flower below, but makes thy glories known, and clouds arise, and tempests blow, by order from thy throne. On thee each moment we depend, if thou withdraw we die, 
Oh, may we ne'er that God offend, who is forever nigh. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Twin Steeples podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church in Mankato, Minnesota. And until next time, may God bless and keep you. May you always remember, Emmanuel, God is with you.